0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Skip Herrod with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen in the markets going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. If you've been joining us, you know that we've been saying since since December 24th, New Year, uh, Christmas Eve, that December was a complete aberration, and we believe that it would be proven to be an aberration. Looking back, so far, so good. Uh, folks, December really shouldn't have happened. Look, we, are, we had already gone into the month with a correction. Then December happened, and we had an air pocket of selling led by forced liquidation by hedge funds, by uh, a very stubborn and pissed-off Federal Reserve. Uh, Trump uh, battle with them on Twitter. It was ugly. Uh, forget about the trade war because that really hasn't mattered at all. It's not really a trade war, as we've talked about here often. But <clears> – <throat> Everything's changed now. It's like a light bulb has gone off. And now that Q4 earnings have kicked off, uh, we've seen a dramatic move higher in the markets. We believe it's going to continue, although we are overbought, extreme overbought, very short term uh, uh, momentum oscillator called stochastics. But we have reached extreme overbought levels. It doesn't mean the market can't keep going higher. As a matter of fact, markets that go higher, once they've reached overbought, much less extreme overbought, most always want to go much higher still. So just uh, just a, a word of the wise, we've made a lot of easy money here. Uh, let's be smart about future decisions. But with Q4 earnings kicking off, we've been talking about this with our clients. We've been talking about it here. We've been tweeting about it. We've had our eyes on the financials. The financials were taken to the out to the woodshed and treated like redheaded step, stepchildren, uh, just abused Day in, day out, trading like death warmed over. That's all changed now. Here come the earnings. Yesterday it was City. City missed on revenues and bottom line. The shares dropped a very quick two and a half percent. And yesterday in the pre-market, but boom, like that, it was over with. Here came the buyers. By the close, City recouped all those losses and more, closing up four percent on the day. This is important. This is exactly the action we'd expect in a stock or in a market that's already absorbed its bad news. That's what the 25 to 50% sell off has been in, in so many U.S. stocks, a bear market for sure. Uh, amplify that for the global markets. Again, the bad news is built in, and it's not the news that matters, it's the market's reaction to the news. We saw it again today. JP Morgan, again, missed on their estimates had some negative comments in their earnings report. Stock was down over 3%. And then boom, here came the buyers. Uh, by midday, uh, JP Morgan was higher, closed up almost a percent on the day. So, these are what we look for. And folks, we're seeing no signs of recession. This is a quote from yesterday from Citi CEO Michael Corbat that's making the rounds today. I'm just going to read it to you. It's very very brief. Corbat says, we clearly see a disconnect between what we see in our business and what the markets are saying about our business. We see the biggest risk in the global economy is one of talking ourselves into the next recession as opposed to the underlying fu- fundamentals actually taking us there. Absolutely nailed it, uh, Mr. Corbett, and congratulations on a great quarter. And, folks, again, if December was an aberration, as we believe, then the, the Dow Jones should get back to 25000 uh, in relatively short order. Uh, and if it was an apparition, then the 10% decline we had in December was a big overreaction. So consider this. Going back some 80 years, market corrections of 20% or so that, that, that occurred when the economy was not going into recession then led to significant gains over the next 6 to 12 months. We're talking gains of 20% over the next 6 months and 30% gains over the next year. This is exactly With what we expect for the S&P 500 uh, for 2019, we're looking for S&P 500 earnings to reach 170. Uh, We think that actually could be on the low side. That puts the P.E. at 15 by year end. That's a below average market multiple on P.E. going back over 25 years. Gives us a lot of room to the upside, uh, room for 15, 20, 25, 30 percent year, and to reach our target of Dow Jones thirty five thousand headed into uh, the the twenty twenty elections in in year end twenty twenty again not a recession stocks are cheap eight of twelve VRA investing screens are bullish uh, we 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 uh, we continue to believe that this must be bought what happened the to markets today Dow Jones up another one hundred and fifty five points back over twenty four thousand closing at twenty four thousand sixty five. Uh, SP 500 up better than 1%, outperformed the, the Dow Jones by almost double, up 27 points at 2610. Russell 2000 up 8 tenths of 1% at 1445. And our leader on the day, just the group that you want to see leading, is the techs, NASDAQ, growth, momentum, up 1.7% of big 117 points at 7023. To back up our confidence, we look at the internals. Because again, if you've been joining us here, you know that uh, beginning last, early October, we started talking day after day about these pathetic internals. What is going on here? They were our early warning indicator that something was amiss. And uh, we saw consistently two to three to one negative readings. Uh, new lows were, uh, on a daily basis, were over a 1,000 new lows a day. It was hideous. But you know what? The market didn't crash. It could have, but it didn't. And it held up, and now we're off to the races again. And we saw it in the internals again today. Again, advanced decline, 2 to 1 positive. Up-down volume, 2 to 1 positive. Also had more new highs than lows. This marked 6 out of 7 days that our market internals have been stellar. Uh, That is not the action you see in a market that wants to go lower. It's just not. Studied it for far too long. Doesn't mean we can't have a correction. Doesn't mean we won't give some of the gains back. But this is a very healthy sign and tells us that, again, pullbacks must be bought. In our sector watch, we had, uh, what was it, uh, nine of 11 sectors close higher today. Again, strong, strong breath, strong internals, uh, led by uh, communication services and health care. The top two sectors, our, our, our two losers on the day, just slightly lower, were the industrials and materials. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, you might want to take a, a look at what's happening with China. Again, if you've been joining us here, we started noticing this back in late October that both housing and China and emerging markets first began to show relative strength versus the S&P 500. Uh, first in, first out, folks, China, uh, emerging markets, and uh, uh, housing began to ratchet down in January of 18, but they never came back as our rest of our U.S. markets did. They did not. They were first in. Well, beginning in in, in mid-October of last year, these same groups, housing, China, emerging markets, uh, uh, cyclicals, began to lead the way higher, first in, first out. We saw the same thing with Bitcoin, by the way. Again, first in, first out. These are just uh, ancillary signs, if you will, that, uh, uh, that we have seen a significant bottom. But more importantly, we believe that these are the groups that have uh, con- both conservative and extraordinary gains ahead. In other words, significant lows are in place. You can buy these groups confidently uh, as the market continues to head higher and make really solid gains from these groups. Well, folks, that's it for the day. Again, another good day here. Uh, my name is Kip Herridge. Please join us at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back in again tomorrow after the close.